Hey lifers, welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. Due to unforeseen circumstances, I'm the only employee left. Scott and Eric have been suspended from their duties. Going forward, the show may look a little different. So you're stuck with me. I think we're going to have a grand time. Hey, what are you doing in the studio? Welcome to the Jeep Life Podcast. Man, it's good to be back in the studio. Uh, we had a, a scary, um, I don't know, audits are scary. Well, but our lawyers, our lawyers, we, us three have um, lawyers, like a, a whole, we've hired a whole corporation. Whole yeah. I represented myself, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we let you think that, but it was really it the was, lawyers that was... right. Yeah. Listen, it was adorable. Let's okay. be honest. <laughs> I I plead the fifth though. Yeah, um, man, it was. <laughs> I, I don't even I don't even know what to say. I, I'm good to be back in the studio. It's uh, we're we were able to prove that all those notes that that they actually did mean something. They, they do mean something. Yeah, yeah. yeah there 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 is. Mm. Now it was how to make dough while on the trail. It had right, nothing to do right. with RTIs, but it did it did. <laughs> You know, three yeah. three point right. three point one four one five nine. Yeah, got yeah. a pie. Get a, get it's just pie. a different pie. Yeah, yeah. got to uh, get that yeah. pie in there. Wrong, wrong yeah. class, right? Yeah. Well, I'm Terry in um, the middle seat, um, and in our studio, um, Bill. How you doing? Lots of Jeep work going on, man. Yeah, fixing you, all ooh, kinds lots. of stuff. Lots, Water right? pump. I had uh, some other issues with lower control arm mount uh, cracking and doing some of that kind of jazz. So I actually found out that it wasn't my water pump. It's the idler pulley went bad on mm. the front of the motor, causing the belt to kind of shift a little bit, coming in contact with the thermostat housing, okay. which is plastic. So, Jeep, maybe you should fix that or redesign and stop using plastic. Yeah, next to moving is components. The, is this on the buggy motor? No, it's on the red, big red. Jeep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, we had to we had to put wheels back on the buggy. Yeah, we had to put wheels back on the buggy to move it out, so I can push pull it out of the, the garage. The red Jeep into the garage and work on that. So yeah, it's lots of fun going on. Good times. Good had times. By, had by all. <laughs> let me tell you. I'm, I'm I'm glad you're here and you're somewhat clean. I, I'm I'm I rather scrub, impressed. I scrubbed the hands before I came over. That's really all that matters. Don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And to my right, hey Don, how you doing, buddy? Top man, man. I, I feel like I haven't seen you in a while. No. I mean, I, we've texted a lot. But yeah. No, I haven't. I've been. I, I like your hat. Just, this is cool, isn't it? Cade's, <laughs> Cade's Cove. Shout out. Yeah. To my friend who got me this. In Tennessee. And, uh, yep. And uh, I've got the Tennessee Jeep Invasion, the Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion shirt on. And they are calling us out. So Yeah. Well, we're, we're, I we guess we have out. to go. Yeah, What's, what are those dates? What What are those? <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> it's, it's August sometime. It's, it's, like, uh-oh. Uh, yeah. it's like the third weekend in August. I don't know. Dates Possibility. Up. Yep. I, I might be available. It's only, it'll, what it'll is it? Happen. An eight hour, 10 hour drive out? Uh... It depends on where you're going. I think it's more like a 10 or 11 hour to where, where we would go okay. for that. All so right. we can make it happen. 
but you know, good to see you here. Yeah. All in one piece. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny. We, we joked about this a little bit on air that I'm the only one of us that has a functional drivable Jeep right now. Yeah. Whatever. I got I don't a Civic, want, I don't dude. Want... My Civic kills it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, my Jeep's been apart way too long. I have to like cut the vines free from the lift to get it off of there. Yeah, it's um I'm I'm ready to, oh, s- to And I stole parts off it. So I Yeah, but that's parts. right, I forgot. What did you, <laughs> you did what? You, some hardware <laughs> borrowed off my well it's been there for so long. I mean why not? Why not? It's become a parts vehicle okay. now. <laughs> um and that voice that you hear is is our good friend um Scott Ammerman, um, back with us, and I just brought him on screen. I don't think he realizes it yet. Listen, I, I see you. The board of directors insisted that I be here to watch over things. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's all nothing bad happens. Who does the board of directors consist of? I, I mean, we got like we, Elmo, <laughs> <laughs> Googie. I think it's Lexi Googie. and her friends. <laughs> yeah, Lexi. There you go. I think that's mm-hmm. it. Um. But Scott, it's good to have you here, man. Um, I feel like I've seen you more than I've seen the other dudes. Um, in I've the room. seen no, Don more were, than I've seen you. Yeah, and more than you've seen them. That's right. I did go over to your house. We rolled the buggy out of the <laughs> physically rolled it. I tried out to of blank, the blank it out of my mind. <laughs> Probably if I put some more air in the tires, it would have rolled a little easier. <laughs> yeah, they were fully aired down, ready to go. <laughs> Six psi. <laughs> I think they were like five or eight. Oh. Um, I, our friend Troy updated us, um, August 26th to the 28th. So it's the last weekend in yeah. August. Hey, so okay. a little later. I cool. like it. Yep. Yep. Weekend before Labor Day. We'll be there. Yeah. Let's try and make it happen. Let's do it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, but don't we have another trip? Like, aren't we true? And I don't want to let the cat out of the bag yet, but at this summer we have. We're like, working on something. We're working, we're working on, on several, something. Yeah. Several trips. So. Maybe one in the beginning of the summer and then this one more toward the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, so it's going to be... Where should we go? Yeah, where should we? Um, I mean, I want to get you guys down to West Virginia, if we can. Oh, yeah. Mm, maybe loop that into a possible trip. Yeah. I think we just start wheeling in the beginning of summer and not stop until the end. I well, have it. I, I kind of have to go to work. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. It, what? Subway won't give you the week off? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should just quit from Subway. <laughs> no, dude, you need that job. I do. You, you gotta have that job. Yeah. Where else am I going to get my discounted sandwiches from? Good point. <laughs> All those discounted sandwiches. Oh, we, we did. Paid. Uh, Patreon. Patreon. We've got, we've got some amazing people, and I'm going to go yeah. ahead and call them out. Um, Matt, Mike, Mike, and Eric. Heck yeah, man. Um, have, have donated to Patreon and set that up this week. Let's try to get to six Patreon users next week. Or uh, Patreons. The next two Patreons will get some Jeep Life, um, podcast on top decals. of, on top on of, on top of whatever they sign up absolutely. for. Absolutely. So if you're, you know, hold on a second here, you know, at some point guys, we're losing money. Yeah. We're, we're back to losing money again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we might as well stay in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got to, got to, so stand. we're the only pot. Welcome to the podcast where we like to give everything away. <laughs> we're not giving away the stuff on the debt on the table this week. I'm no. surprised this week, <laughs> this oh, week. Wait, yeah. Wait, that's, that's a little further down in the yeah, notes right. there. Uh, crap. I got to return that actually. 
I forgot to bring it with me. So I, I, I appreciate, um, and I know we, we appreciate, um, everybody's Patreon support and I know that's, that's new coming out and I don't want to beg for money. I'm going to beg. Hell. Go subscribe to our Patreon. Yeah. Podcasting ain't free. No, Terry's I, Terry's not begging, but I'm going to beg for Terry. Beg. All right. I love <laughs> so in, a, in all honesty, right now, a majority of this is coming out of Terry's pocket. Yes. Um, so he pays all the subscriptions and stuff. And then we try to help out with his Jeep parts or uh, installing his parts. Yeah. yeah you guys. Yeah. So, but, but nonetheless, uh, at some everybody point, help Terry. <laughs> yeah. Everybody <laughs> help Terry. Donate to the podcast. We need to get some money back in Terry's pocket here. Um, so he does this because he loves to do it, but at the same time, he also loves to spend money on his Jeep and it's really not fair for. Yeah. I'm dying yeah. for something new on the Jeep. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it's so. about time. Or we, or put something new on Terry's Jeep. We yeah. do have. It's one or the other. I think the right. Patreon subscription is probably going to be cheaper. Yeah, you so do right, right, right. Or you drive to my, right. my house and let's put something on. Right. There we go. I there like it. I like it. So we do have some content starting to show up on the, on the Patreon page. Yeah. yeah. We're going to get a lot more out um, We're going to start too. rolling into more. Some of the stuff was just, you know, uh, teasers to kind of get into some of the other stuff yep. we're going to be doing, but we we're talking about it tonight. Whole lot of, um, you know, we're going to do a whole lot of how-to stuff. So, you know. Yeah. And planning. Events, possibly? Uh, private, yes. private, private. Private events. Patreon private Patreon. And there may be a new. Yeah. Not, not Jeep. Life podcast privates, just <laughs> private events. Holy shit, Scott! <laughs> <laughs> so back, back to the, there may be a new tier. Uh, yeah, that's that's gonna we're we're the you know there's gonna be a new tier coming on Deep Life Podcast Patreon in the yeah. next uh, week or two. Um, and that is gonna include some real personal <laughs> content. I just. Choked on my own words. <laughs> uh, moving on. We're getting choked moving up on, over moving here. Along. Yeah. Um, you know, we, I, I want to talk about a few <laughs> events. I know we just talked about August 26th, the 28th, and I think it's the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Um, put that on your calendars because I think the Jeep Life podcast will We're gonna um, be, there. be there. What's going on with uh, Wildwood? Have we... Committed to that? Uh, we have committed to that. Crap. I want to talk to you guys about that. I don't think they have committed to that. Gotcha. Um, still it's, not it's sure. Still, still not 100% sure. With sure. the state of G- um, New Jersey and all okay. that stuff. So gotcha. That is the 9th to the... No, they moved it back. It's in July. I think the right, first July week of July. Right, July 9th yeah. to... Yep. Yep. Yeah, we'll put those... Yeah, that's yeah. not right. 9th we'll to the 11th, that. I think. It's a th- it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When we get closer, we'll... On the beach. Awesomeness. It is a lot of fun. Yeah, and, uh, the three of us in New Jersey. There's, yeah, wh- <laughs> who knows what's going to happen come there? Out of that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Remember, you have to pay to get back, though. Yeah, yeah, well, that, well, that one dollar. Like, no, five bucks to come over the big bridge. Oh, is it five yeah. bucks? <laughs> it's like it might be six by That's now. That's a fine. That's a fine for leaving Pennsylvania in the first place. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought we had to pay for all the smells that we get while we're down there. That too. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the events is um. We've got three events on the calendar, and right now they're all um, Jeep enthusiasts of Eastern Pennsylvania events. Well, one is more of an extreme terrain event. That's true. So That's true. Let's start off with the first one, which is the JEEP Virtual Tech Day on Sunday, March seventh, from at twelve thirty p.m. So that's in the afternoon. Yep. I think. 
<laughs> there will be no beach there. There will be no, no beach. No beach. Um, but this event is an awesome tech day that the Jeep enthusiasts of Eastern PA put together for their members. And it's a donation to the Western Montgomery Technical School. Yep. Um, it benefits their uh, mechanics program. But, and well, helping. Let me, yeah, let me elaborate on that. So there's a lot of things that we do outside the realm of just teaching students. So we kind of, one of the things we want to do is introduce students to the life, you know, the yeah. culture. No better way to do that than some, there's some really cool field trips available for our students. One of them is taking them just, you know, as an example, we take them to uh, the SEMA show in Vegas. Oh, yeah. We go down for four days. Um, uh, you know, another one is we, we do a trip to Chicago. Our, our body shop does that with their students. Um, our students compete in a lot of competitions. We've had students, uh, rank nationally twice in the past few years. Um, but that all costs money. And rather than the students having to foot large bills, this helps to offset it or in some cases totally pay for it. Right. Uh, because these kids, a lot of these families, you know, they got two, three, four brothers, sisters, and they're, you know, middle-class families like we are. Yeah. It's, it's expensive to send them to all this stuff on top of, you know, maybe they, I have students that play in the band. They get students that, you know, play sports. So this helps to offset that cost. Yeah. I am begging. I'm begging people to sign up for this. I, I want to keep this rolling. We made some good money the past couple of years, and I want right. to keep it going. Well, you know, last couple of years it's been um, in person, yes. and obviously because of right. COVID, Which is awesome. we cannot. We snuck it in before COVID last year. Yes, and it was it was awesome. Scott did a um, presentation um, yep. on on um, Power Tank. Yep, um, it was fantastic. We it's where, appreciate it's that. where I decided to join the podcast. Yeah, I think it was because we we did a live. We That's did right. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I want to be up there, and yeah. it was it was just Don and I, yeah. lonely yeah. over in a corner. Yeah, <laughs> um, and that was the first time you guys saw power tanks in operation, wasn't it? Yes, it yeah. was. That was the first so. time I met you in person, Scott. Oh man, how we've made friends since then. <laughs> yeah, right. And, yeah. Uh, and we ran the tire machine at your at, yeah. uh, at the school. Yeah, with it, yeah. yeah. We had Tony D'Antonio. Yeah, doing yeah. Uh, working with. Um, it was oh, Meredith. Like, Meredith, thank yep. you. Yep. They did, ran a class yep. on um, some add-ons. New trends. And, yep. New trends in the off-roading industry. We had students and uh, uh, Jeep Club members helping doing, you know, uh, trail maintenance, what we call trail maintenance stuff. Uh, Billy was playing with his air horn, <laughs> right. doing alignment stuff. Will Solo. The other instructor there was doing alignment stuff, That's right. and, and yeah, so we had a, we had all kinds of stuff going yeah. on. So we've got some great things lined up this year, and we're having we to do it virtually. Yep, um, but that's not going to. Um, it's going to be a us. fun packed right. day I, of information I, and lots of helpful I, tips and tricks. So. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about some of this stuff. I mean, so Eric, you're gonna or Eric Scott, you're gonna do. Uh, really? Come on. What? <laughs> one of the sisters. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, man. Uh, so you're going to do some Factor 55 stuff and some power. Power Tank was, you know, again, they, they're always great about helping out and, and yeah. getting stuff our way. Yep. So we're going to do some more Power Tank stuff. And if you haven't seen a Power Tank or watched Scott's demo, man, it, it's literally jaw-dropping. Yeah, right, and I'm, he, I'm 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 Welsh, Irish, PA, German. I'm as I'm as stubborn as they come. Yeah, and I had no that. interest in this, like no. none. 
And, uh, you know, Scott showed it to me and I was like, I was glued to it. I, I, like we, I we gotta bought, have one. Of yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just used. I just, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm figuring out what I want. There's just yeah. too many options. I don't know the what thing is, I want. It makes life so much. I can easier. help you with that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know. We already we already talked <laughs> about it, but yeah. Scott, not the influencer, but the bully. <laughs> yeah. So that this, that is going to be a a great um, weekend. We're gonna um, and we have we're, a, we're still going to do the trail maintenance. We have a discount code for Power Tank as well. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Jeep Life Pod 15. Right. So it's 15 percent off, off of a full system. Yep. yep. Which yeah. is a great deal. And yeah. You need to, yeah. you need to do that um, power tank, um, but can't be combined with any we, other so, combined. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the garbage underneath it, yeah. yeah right. So we do have so some other stuff scheduled for Tech Day. Yeah, you know we're gonna do some U joint stuff. Frank and I, um, we have your video. Yep. Correct. So you're gonna do some new trends. Yep. I got um, some got some friends that are gonna help me out in low places. Yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. Ziggler, Ziggler RV is going to do some overlanding stuff, and, yeah. and oh, we're going to nice. have some some trailers there that we're going to be able to, uh, you know, take a look at, cool. some options for, yeah. for RVs, and he's going to be, we were originally going to make him do it out in the parking lot in the cold, but I just recently <laughs> told him we could, he could have a space. He could pull it in. Awesome. Yeah. Pull it in. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, all kinds of cool stuff going on, a little bit different this year than it has been last year. Guys, so, this all goes to um, you know help our students just uh, have opportunities they're probably not going to have again in their lifetime. Right. Yeah. So, Absolutely. That's awesome. So if you're looking to sign up for that, head over to the Jeep Enthusiasts of Eastern PA uh, Facebook page group. They have events listed, and just follow the links to their website. It's an Eventbrite link. We'll also probably throw it up on the show notes too. Yeah, perfect. We'll do that. So the next event that we got going on is the Go Topless Day on Saturday, May 15th with Extreme Terrain. Um, this is a nationwide event. So as we like to do in our Jeeps is take our tops off and not the ones on our bodies. I'll do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So take the Jeep top off and uh, have an awesome ride up to... Uh, the Jeep Club's running a, an event out of the Lehigh Valley up to Mountain View Vineyard, Winery, Brewery, and Distillery. In Stroudsburg. That sounds like a lot of fun right there. Um, and yeah, like we have... my favorite driving things. Home, yeah. What? Driving home? Well, Make sure you have a designated home. driver for when Well, you... that's why we all have overland rigs. We can right. just camp, camp out in, there. The, in the parking, in the parking spot. Lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be really cool if we're allowed to do that. Oh, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll work um, on Also, we have insider information that they are brewing a special beer just yes. for the Jeep enthusiasts of Eastern PA. Yeah. Lots I, of fun there. That was actually planned to do last year. Yeah, yeah. really, they're just kind of... COVID. They're going to pull the beer off the shelf and just keep <laughs> on a exactly key serve right. it to us. No, it's uh, fresh brew for this year, which is going to be awesome. Yep. And then finally, the JEEP Spring Trail Ride at AOAA, which... That event also always benefits some type of charity. I'm not sure what they are planning yeah, on benefiting this year. This year. Um, obviously, an awesome trail ride up at AOAA for all skill levels from uh, completely stock, first time out on the trails, all the way up to heavy, hardcore rock crawling and all kinds of fun groups are going to be going out there. And last year, we had, what, in our fall ride, we had... 
70 some odd jeeps wow that, no, was, that I, was a lot of it jeeps was more, than, more that. than that i had like 13 in my group yeah it was like 10 10 groups of 11 or more all right maybe a lot we only more. had what do, what do we have in ours billy five five yeah four. yeah well you guys you guys were doing the we were doing blacks yeah you're it, which is a lot of fun so if you want a, some experience on harder trails as well this is a perfect opportunity to maybe take that extra leap Yep, and, and I know one, that of, one of our level. listeners, Neil. Um, yeah, he guides every year for us. Thank you, Neil. Neil, BJ. Yeah, yeah um, and I mean, so Neil's. I mean, he's he's the real deal. He yeah. does Jeep Jamboree. He's a guide for various Jeep Jamborees. Yeah. So I mean, he is the he. You'll never meet a nicer guy. No, and, and I heard nothing but you know I saw on Facebook his group was like ecstatic. Yeah, with, they always are with him. Too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty sure he's a pretty good. Unlike teacher. other guides we've had. Yeah, and Ron. I didn't have time Ron to hang out. Takes and wait. a Listen, group. I didn't have um, time to wait for my group. I just. I wasn't talking about you. I, I was talking, talking about <laughs> talking about one wait, of the sisters. Who, who lost someone last year? Who was that? Uh, Didn't uh, somebody lose somebody? We'll just remain me. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my whole group at one point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, somebody somebody lost somebody real early on. But we had the one rig that was damaged and ended up in my right. group. Right. Oh. Um, but no, it's, it's a good time. It's, uh, it's a There's lot of camping fun. usually involved. Yeah. There's... Are we camping this year? Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll my reservation soon. Without, without, without we, taking the trailer. Only up. 90 days out, we can book it. So. Yeah. Well, so, you're 90 now. Are we? Are we? Are we? Yeah. yeah. I can't count. Yeah. I'm, I'm booking it because I'm going to get an electric site. Which is a weird thing for an engineer to say. Yeah, what? that is a weird thing. Yeah. No, I use a calculator for a everything. sandwich engineer. <laughs> um, yeah. So we 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 want to talk pickles, about pickles, not eight. Yeah, <laughs> we want to talk about other groups, um, events here. You know, make make those announcements and and talk about them so that you know others can join in or we can join their group. Um, so if you have a Jeep club and you want us to. Um, talk about your events, send us an email, info at jeeplifepodcast.com, and we'll um, we'll get that out um, to everybody. Because we, we want to su- support everybody's events. and We, want, we do. I, I think we need we some more go variety. Them, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that'd be awesome. Power Tank is one of our um, partners, and they've given a um, – Jeep Life Pod 15 discount code on their complete systems. Um, just recently, Armorlite um, just released theirs. And um, for our listeners, it is, let me make sure I get this right, Jeep Life Podcast 10. And you get 10% off of a full system. I know I have a full system in my Jeep. Um, we've had I several listeners put in. You've got a full system Jeep. in yours. Man, let me Absolutely. tell you. I'm I'm doing that in the spring for sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I'm. I think it, I'm going to do it in mine. Not it, think. I know I will. Yeah. M- mud and snow. I mean, Scott, you and you and I went out, and there was literally mud and snow. We we were in both environments. And, yeah. And you know, it was able to clean up super easily. Just pull the drain plug, use some water and a little bit of soap, and it was awesome and, you know, it was this easy. makes a difference for me sometimes i know i got to be spending money with a company i like and yeah. armor light they are just down to earth uh american company you yeah know, I, I i dig them i dig the company itself i haven't dealt with them on the same level you have but i mean they're just they're cool people they're approachable yeah you know and we've we've had them on a couple times on the show and I'm not gonna lie to you. They're they're nice people, and they've got an amazing product. They really do. Product is awesome. People are awesome. Win-win. Yeah, 
And it's buy it, armor light. It's not cheap, but it, it's certainly not expensive. If you go look at flooring, or if you well, want to, so WeatherTech line, yeah, go WeatherTech. WeatherTech is it, it's not really the same because you're not lining everything, and right. it doesn't have all the same. You know, you don't have drain plugs. It doesn't. It's not built into the drain plugs. Right. If I want to pull drain plugs, I still got to pull my carpet, pull the, the WeatherTech out. Yeah. So WeatherTech with the rear mat and that I price it out at half the cost, yeah. but you're not getting the same thing. Right. So yeah. really the price point where they're at is not that bad when you no, think about it. it. I think it's a, a good price point to be right. at. Yep. Right. And I'm not knocking, I mean, WeatherTech's good stuff and, and you can see like comparably WeatherTech's about half the price and it's about half of what you get from Armor Light. So it just makes sense, you know, um, and I know Jason and Sean and a couple others were really into that Digicam. Dig, dig, yeah, camo. that's what I'm waiting on. Yeah. I don't know why I don't own any camo in anything, but I'm, I don't know. I think that'll look good in some Jeeps. Yeah. I, it, it's not for me. I, I like that flat black look yeah, to I don't, it. I, I just, but. I don't know. I think I've looked at flat black floors long enough and I want a Digicam <laughs> or wood grain so, or something. I don't know. Terry, um, yep. like we were talking about before, um, uh, when we were eating lunch today frederick was sending me pictures of him installing his in georgia oh right and yeah the same the same thing that uh that that billy said it was uh that weekend. like he was having to muscle it into stuff yeah i mean yeah. it's he, he also said it was about 73 degrees there and sunny and partly cloudy and you yeah. know i hate him um but, <laughs> no, right? but but he said it was you know it went in it went in very easily like he didn't have any trouble but he said you know he thought that in the cold, it might have been a little bit trickier. Well, the, the when we did bills, it was it was warm. It was eighty five degrees. I mean, it was hot actually was by the time we were done. Gazillion percent humidity. The front wasn't bad, and had we known what we know now, um, taking out the trim and everything, and and moving that front center console, that was the thing that kind of made my my life easier, even in the cold. So it is a good install and I love it. Um, but Jeep Life Podcast 10% um, will get you 10% off full system and definitely use that and abuse it. I love it. Yeah, thank, absolutely. Thank them for yeah. for providing that for our listeners. I love mm-hmm. it. Um, with that, my brother, who is a new Jeeper-ish, um, He's been in the, the Jeep life or off-road life before. He's a Toyota guy, and he bought a, a Jeep this year um, and loves it, absolutely loves it. But he joined a Jeep club out of Memphis, and they're the Mid-South Jeeps, and they were doing something awesome, and he sent me information, and all of a sudden I started following them, and and they got hit with, a really bad winter storm recently. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're old hats with it. We, we get winter storms up here on a regular basis. Um, but you know, they, they got hit pretty hard and they mobilized a contingent of drivers and over 2000 rides were given to healthcare workers to awesome. and from work. And you know, the, Every every time I turn around, another news organization in the Memphis area was doing a a video workup, a little featurette, if you will, of them. And I think I sent you guys one of them that was out, and it was 
I, I, I love that they do that for good. They, as of today, about 1,100 um, cases of water have been distributed as well wow. through them. Wow, that's great. And over 2,000 rides. That's great. Uh, what, what better way to give back to your community? You know, um, and it's how we can, you know what I mean? It's, it's where right. we're needed. It just, it, it makes sense. Yeah. And I, I feel kind of guilty cause there's been a couple of times where I should have been out helping people, but now I took my Jeep apart and left it apart. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, Bill, you, you go out and play in your Jeep, right? That's, that's what you do with yours. Um, I grabbed Lexi, the, we had the 28 inch, um, snowstorm. Yeah. Um, and literally I said, come on, Lex, we're going, we're going to go out and we, help people get out of ditches. We gave one kid, he had a lowered Acura. I mean, it was a sweet Acura, but it was it wasn't so as cool fun. as a Civic, was it? <laughs> it was, ooh, well, it was. You give it a run for the money. Yeah, yeah man. All right. Um, like a, it, it's like a Civic with earrings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great analogy. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, but he was buried yeah. in a ditch and I was like, uh, we're not getting you out. Um, so hop in, I'll give you a ride wherever you need to go. Nice. And so, you know, we, we took him, you know, I love doing that. I mean, we've, we've, Amy and I have helped people out in the past and, and, you know, we've pulled people out and towed people out and given people rides places. Yeah. And, and I always feel good. You know, I feel like sometimes I feel a little selfish with this, this Jeep that I've spent money on and there's people out there struggling and, and so that always feels good to give back or do these events where we're raising yeah. money or whatever. I mean, part of, I'm sharing, I'm sharing it to the chat right now, but Terry is the, uh, is the official face of the Jeep winter hero. I, I saw that. I thought that was, well, first of all, a great article, but I love that, that he's in there. It, it, uh, that was yeah. really cool and well-deserved. Yeah. It, well, it was, I mean, every, every time, every time there's even just snow, sleet, whatever in the forecast, I mean, Terry is the one that, that jumps ahead of it. And I, you know, and I know that Terry doesn't like, you know, a whole lot of attention for the nice things he does or whatever, but every single time he's the guy that is the first one to step up and say, if you know somebody who needs a safe yep, ride, absolutely. you know, he's, yeah. he's the guy to do it. So. Absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to have an awesome vehicle that does extremely well in, in the snow. and you know, those tires, I have the Biff Goodrich, um, KM threes and not once have I gotten any kind of wiggle out of it. It's just yeah. true and it's gone. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think as far as mud tires go, that probably is the best well-rounded tire uh, on the market that you can buy. And there has not once been you know, I wish I'd gotten another tire. Right, right. And you know, now, that, I never had KM threes. I KM twos, and I, I didn't regret it one bit. I liked them. Yeah, I, I think they're great for winter. And you know, being KM twos got noisy though. They got real noisy after a year or two. Well, when your first, when your first set was uh, a set of Maxis. Big no, they're big horns, you know. Then and then after oh, that, yeah. some super swampers. No, after that, nomper. you sound you sound like a half track going down the road. <laughs> yeah, you really do. So, you know, I, I don't know. I, I mine mine weren't too bad, but uh, anyway, the KMs are definitely a good choice. Yeah, so it, I feel comfortable going out and helping people. You know, and a, a couple of years ago, we had a real weird um, snowstorm, snow squall that happened. Yeah. Like in the middle of the afternoon. Yeah. And that really, that really crippled a lot of people. Um, I ended up taking 
12 people home from work. My coworkers couldn't even get out of the parking lot. So I just started making trips, taking people, come back, picking up more, taking people, come back, picking up more, you know, and it was one of those things where if I don't, who is, yeah. and that's kind of the way I look at it. And, yeah. and I, I want more of us to be able to do that. And I think the Jeep community is a great community to, to do that. And, you know, Mid-South Jeeps just kind of blew my mind with, um, what they were doing. So hats off to them. And man, I, well, I've already contacted them and we are going to have a representative from Mid-South Jeeps on the show sometime soon. Um, but you know, hats off to you guys. Thank you, Mid-South Jeeps for doing everything that you do for your community. It, it is not lost on your community. Let me tell you the, the kudos coming from those healthcare workers. Um, it's huge. And you know, it feels good. I, I, I'm like you, it just feels good, right? It does. It, I, I, I need that in my life. I mean, I don't know what it is, you know, yeah. internally, but I have to have that. Well, we have to build up our, our emotional bank account. And I think, I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think you're right. right. You know, and I just, if we do more of that, then yeah. that fills up that account. Yeah. So that when the oh. shit hits the fan, you're only taking smaller deposits and you're left with stuff I like in it. the, in the account. That's really right? good. Since since you've done this, you know, for the last few snowstorms this year, do you think maybe for the next winter storm we have, you could volunteer to deliver for FedEx? Because <laughs> Scott still that, wants to get his Jeep yeah. parts. It's taken it's taken a really long time to get him down my driveway, and I think you could make it. Yeah, I, uh, they're, they're still, clearly they're having still trying to get back up your driveway now. <laughs> oh my god! So thanks for the Mid South Jeeps and and. Stay tuned. We will have a representative from them on the air. Awesome. Um, as long as they want to come on, I'm going to beg, borrow, steal. If I have to drive to Memphis and kidnap one of them and bring them back, <laughs> we'll, we'll do that. You've got some toys on the table. I do. Nothing to do, though, with what Scott's talking about. Yes and no. Yes and but, no. But so... Uh, well, talk a little bit about what we had on the table. I didn't realize we were having stuff on the table, so it's not in the agenda. No, um, I sent you a text today. It said yes. Yes. We have something to review. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So here it is. This is all the yes stuff. This what, is all the what, yes what stuff. Do we so, have? so let me backtrack here. And I know we're, we're running short in time, but, but, uh, uh, when we time. went out with, no, we're life. doing that. We're doing a two hour episode. Yeah, Absolutely. Right. I'm in. So when we went did out, the lawyers with, clear that. Our, did, did lawyers clear our, that? Our board of directors. Board of directors. Yeah. Sorry. Well, you guys have to. You guys are contractually obligated to make up for missing an hour last week. That's right. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, that's how now. That. Here comes the filibuster. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we with the September trail ride. Yeah. I had yeah. a big group. Yeah. Like big was an understatement. I think there was like three hundred jeeps or something in my group. <laughs> At um, least. But no, seriously, I had gotten a handheld. CB and I thought that will probably be good enough because yeah. I really didn't want to clutter to dash up. I wanted to be able to get out and use it for for you know like spotting and stuff. Right, sure, but Brandon was my tail gunner and I couldn't get Brandon at the back of the group with it. Dude, with thirteen people, you you did have thirteen people, and we did have thirteen people. Even parked, thirteen people takes a up lot. a lot of space. Well, even then, parked, I couldn't get him. Right, exactly. You yeah. know, when when you're in, especially because we did trail twelve, so you have all those, the you know the 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 hills and the valleys and all that blocking it. Right, There's right. just a lot of stuff to block it. So I was a little frustrated with it, and I talked to Scott, who knows um, probably everything you need to know or want to know, um, you know about. <laughs> CB stuff. Yeah. So, um, what we have is, and this was all in his recommendation, Bearcat. Uh, it's the Uniden. The what? 
Uniden. The ba- Uniden Bearcat. Yep. yep. 980. Um, and the reason that the, one of the big reasons that I chose that was, well, on his recommendation, but, um, it, you can get a wireless mic for it. it does have Bluetooth capability. Um, so I, that, that allows me to expand on some things down the road. And I really, I want it red tooth though. Wow. So red tooth is, uh, oh, not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> is that what your headset does? <laughs> so I went with that. Um, you know, I mean, he, he had been talking about the one he had. I was always a Cobra person, to be honest with you, before that. I had a couple Cobra CVs and I liked them. I never had any problems, but I do like the wireless capability of this. That was a big selling point. Um, I did get, cause I hate antennas on Jeeps, like with a passion. Yeah. I get it's a necessary evil and I need it. So, but what I did get was a, that's not here tonight is a quick disconnect. So oh, you can, yeah. um, it's through Quadratech. They actually manufacture it. They're, they're part. Um, in fact, all this was ordered from, from Quadratech. Um, but the, the, the quick disconnect allows me to take the antenna right off. And um, you Not know, then it out right. Then the I don't have to. Time. When yeah. I'm going wheeling, I'm going to throw that on, and I'm going to you know go wheeling. But when I'm just driving around, I'm going to take the antenna off. Uh, fire stick. Um, I wanted to put a three foot on. Scott said, "What are you stupid? Put a four foot on it." <laughs> so I I'll explain right. why. I mean, I didn't, I didn't, I, I mean, I'm not going to explain why you're stupid, but I'll explain why. <laughs> we can't fix stupid. So we needed to get it above the roof line. Yeah. Uh, so we went the four foot stick. I got a rugged ridge and this was on me. I, I, I want the CB up and overhead. I'm going to try it. I haven't heard great things about doing that with a CB this big. They're really meant for the mini units, but mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. I know there's a couple people online that said they've done it. Weren't super happy. But it um, works. Does but it, it work on the footman's loop? Or? Yes. Yeah. And but right. but I heard that it bounces a lot and, and oh, you know. So we'll yeah. see. I'm gonna give it a shot and try it and, and if I don't like it, I'll relocate it. We could always um, make a bracket. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Um so what? Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yep. I gotta weld up your flagpole anyway. I was gonna say you you, you I haven't welding. It's not been broken out yet, so we're good. Squirrel. What? Sorry, squirrel, shiny things, <laughs> shiny things. All right, so so yeah, it's a, it's a, this is a complete package. From like, if you wanted to put in CB, this is a complete package. I'm gonna do what we're talking about, what we're gonna talk about tonight too. But this was first. This needed to go in first. All right, and I will put links to all this in the in the show notes. Yep, um, that's awesome. Gonna, I have. We're gonna talk about big boy radios. <laughs> I have stepped away from CB. I carry one in the in the Jeep, but I've stepped away. And and so I it, I was torn. I'm like, do I even get a CB anymore? But yeah. when we're doing trail rides with the Jeep Club, some of them are going to have it. Right? CBs, yep, yep. Uh, and I think in ten years this will all go away. But all right, Scott, take us to school. All right. So the the radio that Don got is probably one of the best CBs currently made, and it does have. A wireless mic, which is great, and it runs on 900 megahertz frequencies uh, like a cordless phone, which Uniden made a ton of cordless phones. The nice thing about that is that you can talk from a football field away on that wireless mic, and it has a speaker in it. So you can be 100 yards away from your Jeep and still have conversations with people. Um, We've used that a lot during hill climbs in Maine and things like that, where it's you need to be in communication with people, but you can't be in your vehicle watching them do what they're doing. So it uses a rechargeable battery and stuff. 
Um, so that CB is great. There are still a ton of people that use CBs. You kind of have to go with what your friends are using because you can't just buy a radio that does everything. And there's there's a lot of reasons behind that. But the one that Don got there is actually, I thought he had the 880, which is the one that I have. He actually has the 980, which adds single sideband. That's what the SSB yeah, stands which, for. Which is better than Scott. It's, it's the only thing on my rig yeah, that's so better than Scott. It's, it's 10 better. He, <laughs> yeah. Or 100, well, 100 better. Here's here's the thing here's the thing about that now i have to buy that radio um (laughs) not not because i mean that does everything that does everything that mine does but if you have a single sideband radio that thing is capable of and i'm I'm not positive on the notes like i'm actually gonna have to look that up but i think it's got about four times the range of the radio that i have because it uses single sideband to basically it's like um it's like expanding the amount of bandwidth it uses. That's that's a really dumbed down way to say right. it, but it it's able to like transmit um, on two frequencies simultaneously or or something like that. But it's capable of a lot longer range and a lot clearer transmissions, but only with another SSB equipped radio, which I do not have. No, so, so now you have to so get now, one. I agree. Now I have to get yeah, it. Yeah, right. I agree. Um, so, so CB is not dead, but it is, um, getting to the point where there are less and less people investing in the technology. Um, it is capable to have a CB radio that goes several miles. Um, that is a, that's a great unit right there, but I think it's all of the CB radios are limited to four Watts, which is not a lot of, a lot of power. The nicest thing about CB radios is they are totally free to operate. Once you buy the equipment, you are totally set up, ready to go. Anybody is open to use the airwaves. Um, and it's it's just something that doesn't require any upkeep. I mean, you need to make sure that your radio is clean and grounded. Um, your antenna is working as it should, and you got to measure that every once in a while. They are tunable. But you don't have to pay a fee for licensing. Um, a lot of people are now moving over to uh, UHF radios um, like FRS or GMRS. And that's that's really what we were going to talk about uh, as part of the show. I have a 980, or I'm sorry, I have an 880 Bearcat in my Jeep. It's going to stay in the Jeep. There's not going to be any reason to remove it. Most of the time I use that quick release and take the antenna off. And I throw the antenna behind my back seat. The reason I told you to go with a forefoot is so that it can get over the roof of the Jeep and actually get out there and, and reach people. Um, the antenna that's included in the kit that you got from Quadratech, most of the antenna load is above the roof line, so it's able to communicate with people in front of you as well as behind you. That's like, if you look at that, Billy, like if you look at the winding in that thing, it's more of the winding is up towards the top of it. Right, yeah. And right, that's... Yeah. And that's why, like, it's it's actually the the frequency of the winds in there are are tuned to a certain frequency. Um, CB radios are high frequency radios, which sounds awesome. I mean, high frequency that sounds like something that you want. But then there's ultra high frequency UHF, and uh, that's way at the other end of the spectrum. And then in the middle is VHF. Um, GMRS radios are UHF radios, and FRS is a lower wattage version of the same thing. Wattage is the actual transmission power. Um, So without getting into a ton of detail, um, FRS radios are free to use. Um, That's mostly like the blister pack, Uniden, talk about, 
you know, or like Motorola Talkabouts or Uniden radios that come in like the plastic packaging. You can get a pair of them and you can communicate with people over a mile or two. They're actually, um, even though they're only a half a watt power, you can get longer transmission ranges than you can with CB with a lot of those handheld guys, um, which is great. But I mean, I've used them a lot out on the trail. Yeah, like they're they're just quick, easy. I usually stick it like right my like you know, collar. collar or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So do you do you need a license for FRS because it's for FRS? Wattage? You don't. You don't. You don't. There are, there are fourteen channels of FRS. Um, you are wattage limited to very low wattage. Most of them are half a watt, which isn't a lot of transmission power. But they're designed for short-range communication. The reason they are, are wattage limitations is there's a certain amount of frequencies that are set aside for the use of these frequencies. Um, if we all had 500-watt radios, there'd be way too many people trying to talk. We'd be talking to people in, like, China. It's like right, this there's, goddamn there's no... podcast. <laughs> right. so, so the whole thing the whole thing about, you know, the whole thing about having CBs is it's great. You can You can have... There's only 40 channels of CB stations, but you can um, you can take the entire park. And even with those 40 channels, if somebody's not on that channel, you can switch to another one um, and you can talk to those people. Um, FRS is uh, a lot lower power than GMRS. GMRS has actually got a peak wattage uh, restriction of of 50 watts in the upper limit so there's seven channels that actually you're allowed to use 50 watts on um but there is a licensing requirement that a lot of people are struggling right. with right so what's when you say short distance for frs what is give me a you know mile uh within five miles line of sight okay. typically okay you know and i think you know some of the some of like some of them are limited to 0.5 watts some of them are limited to two watts but they're they're, the the base the basic thing that FRS radios um, all have in common is they're not allowed to have a detachable antenna. This this radio, which a lot of people are using, is a Baofeng. Um, this has an antenna that can be removed, and you can get this is a higher gain antenna that has been added to this radio, um, which allows it to receive better and transmit better. But this radio is not technically legal for FRS. It's also technically not legal for GMRS as well. Um, but there's a lot of different FCC requirements in terms of those things. This is these are actually a ham radio um, that is able to transmit on on frequencies that ham radios are typically not allowed to. So there's a lot of regulation that's probably going to end up happening to these radios in the very near future. They may be illegal for sale. Uh, it's going to be hard to ban them for use. Um, so probably not if you already have one, it's not a real big deal. It's just, it's not a great solution for a long-term radio situation. They're great in emergencies and stuff. Um, when I first started becoming interested in, um, ham radio versus GMRS versus FRS versus CB, um, it was $70 for a five-year license for GMRS. That was anything prior to 2017. That's what it cost. Um, which I don't think is excessive, really. I mean, that's, you know, what, $14 a year uh, to have access to a lot higher wattage radios. That seems reasonable to me. It's not, you know, it's something that you have to register for, but to stay on the right side of the law, that's what it costs. In 2017, they increased the range of that license to 10 years. So now you're getting a license for $7 um, per year for a full 10 years. So are you, um, 
there's been a lot of talk too. I've seen a lot of banner on Facebook about, you know, how ridiculous it is to get that license because nobody's going to catch us, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, But you know, there's, there's, and I don't know who might Scott may have been you that put it out there. Somebody had a good point that, you know, if we're all going to KOH King, King of hammers, or we're going to main Jeep Jamboree or whatever. And we're all talking about our GRMS radios that we're using there. You know, and they can nail a couple right. hundred people. They're going to be there. Yeah. Well, um, that's that's the biggest the biggest deal about that is that now um, Midland uh, is the official communication sponsor of Jeep Jamboree USA. Um, up until last year, uh, it was a requirement that everybody who was attending a Jeep Jamboree have a functional CB radio. Um, there's very minimal requirements, but you have to have like front and rear recovery points. And you have to have a transfer case capable of going into four low and a CB. That's the basic requirements to go to a to go to a jamboree. Um, now they've removed that requirement and they're moving everybody over to GMRS. The problem with that is they're not requiring people to be licensed. Um, this year, at some point, probably in the next couple of months, like I was saying with the licensing fees, they dropped them in 2017. I signed up for a license after that, so I got a decade long license. For $70 that covers me, my brother, uh, my uncles, my grandfather. It's like basically your entire nuclear family uh, is covered by that license. So you'd be an idiot not to get the license. But now they've also dropped the fee to $35 for 10 years. So it's it's really it's 25% of what it cost in 2017. Right. Um, so, yes, people are saying, oh, there's no way they're going to catch me. But now that Midland is a, is a sponsor of Jeep Jamboree USA, we're looking like a very attractive target for enforcement. Right. And there are an awful lot of people on Jeep forums and other places that are saying, you're never going to catch me in the woods. Why would I sign up for that license? Well, when hundreds of you are saying that, uh, and there's an event where everyone's going to be, and they know that there's a good chance no one has a license, that's when they're going to show up to enforce it. And it's it's just, they're starting to enforce it more actively now than they have been re- and now that they've dropped the license fees so substantially, if they want to generate revenue, that's the way to do it. Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so wh- what, why choose FRS versus GMRS? Or is there a way, you know, do some radios have both built in? There, Yeah, there are. Any GMRS radio is capable of transmitting at a lower wattage on FRS frequencies. Um the the higher wattage radios are going to go farther. So like you can get a GMRS radio that you can get 10 miles out of easy. Um even in the woods. I mean, we've talked to, you know, every every time we're in the we're in the park, I'm actually monitoring uh other people's GMRS transmissions and we can hear we can be on the Eastern Reserve and we hear people crystal clear on the Western Reserve. You can't do that with CB. Um it's it's nice to have the option to do both. Um but it's you know, the added cost is a is a burden for some people. I, I don't get it. You know, if it's three dollars and fifty cents a year to stay on the right side of the law, it makes sense to sign up. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know. But you're you're really gonna get a, a much greater um range. I mean, the, the cheapest FRS radios are like a half watt. And if you're looking at the ones that um are the higher, you know, the seven highest frequencies in GMRS, fifty watts. And that's, I mean, that's a huge boost in power. And the addition in those bands of repeaters that are all over the country, I mean, there's actually uh, mygmrs.com, I think is where you can look at all the, the repeaters that could potentially be in your area. That will take 
the transmission that you have in your lower wattage radio and boost that transmission so that people even farther away can hear it. It's just allowing it to get a lot farther out, um, which is which is a huge deal. I think there's actually one in the Shimokan area as well. I haven't uh, programmed my radio to reach that because you have to have like a an offset tone to be able to use it. Um, but it's something that we should we should really look into because that can be um, even easier to communicate with people that are on different sides of the same mountain, even. Okay. So what's a, what's the distance on a GMRS radio? We talked about FRS. You said about five miles line of sight. What's a GMRS get you? Forty or fifty. Wow. I mean, it's yeah. It's it, it all depends on. It all depends on obstructions, atmospheric conditions, a whole sure. lot of other things. Sure. Um, you know, and the, the nice thing, yeah, there is a license requirement, but there's no test involved. Right. Um, I have a GMRS license. Uh, I also have a ham radio license, which is like a technician level license. That costs $15. The cost of that is actually going to go up a little bit. Um, but there is a test involved. That's a test that you actually have to spend a fair amount of time actually learning things about the way radio frequencies work. Um, wattage restrictions, frequency restrictions, um, how frequencies affect things and atmospheric conditions. There's a lot of stuff involved in that. And also, that, uh, isn't isn't there like a code, like how how you actually are supposed to like announce yourself? And yes, yeah. yes. So there's a lot of things that are you know regulated that to make it's a sure much more that... right. Ham radio is a much more formal system. Right. GMRS, you can after you have that license that you pay nothing for. I'm sorry, not not that you pay nothing for that you you know you don't have to take a test for. Right. After you have a GMRS license, you can just turn your radio on and talk to whoever, and not have to worry about announcing your call sign every 20 minutes or things like that that you have to do with ham radio. So it's a it's a much more accessible thing. I mean, even if you look back into the the 1970s, there actually was a requirement for people who were operating CB radios to get licensed. The only thing is they didn't enforce it. And so many people had license or so many people had radios that nobody paid for the fee. Nobody registered their stuff and they just kind of dropped the fee in like the early eighties. And there really hasn't been much activity in CBs after that. Um, you don't see, you know, like that, that radio that you have down there, the Bearcat is yeah. actually capable of scanning all the bands. So I'll turn my radio on and scan a lot. And there are a lot of, uh, you know, there are a lot of like loading bays around here, like in, in warehouses and stuff that'll have a sign as you go in saying, tune your CB to channel 13 and they'll give you instructions on which bay to go to. So no. it's kind of assumed that all truckers have them. And I think most of the time they do, but I don't think they turn them on as much. No. But you can, like if you're on 22 or 78 and there's a traffic jam, you can turn your radio on to channel 19 and you can find out what's going on. Right, right. Like they'll they'll turn them on, but I think most of them are listening to radio or podcast or whatever, and they they only turn. It's not their primary source of entertainment. Right. Just talking all constantly on CB like we used to see in the movies. Yeah, the seventies and eighties were definitely the heyday for big rubber you know, ducky coming down the CB road. Driver. Yeah. You know yeah. culture. Yeah, and we had we had the five foot whip <clears throat> on the back of the station wagon on long trips. And my dad would talk to truckers all the time. And, you know, that's, we, that's what you did back then. We, you know? and so we had, I had a Cobra in the, in my motor home and we used it extensively on the highway and it did come in handy. Like we, if we were looking for an exit or, you know, we were looking for an easy place to fuel up because the motor home was, you know, 11 foot tall and we would, we would jump on the CB and there was always somebody there to, 
you know, give you a good idea. Sometimes the kids would hear things they probably shouldn't, but, uh, you know, oh, yeah. there was definitely no, there's, you know, there was no filter system like there is. Yeah. You know, so, but yeah, I mean, it, I think, I think you hit, I, I think it'll always have to some extent, you know, um, some sort of, of purpose. Uh, it's just, I don't think it's going to have near as important a purpose, you know, in 10 years as it did. No, and then, yeah. I think I think that the biggest thing is that there's like kind of a skill level involved keeping the radio working properly. There are people that, you know, they'll they'll grab a they'll grab whatever radio they can get. They'll get a radio or they'll get an antenna that has like a zero ground plane and they'll mount it to their roof or, you know, to their their taillight on like a powder coated bracket. Right. And the thing is good for like 200 yards. Right. And, and people get frustrated with CBs. But if you have a stainless steel mount that's well grounded and a fire stick 18 foot antenna which is pretty much ideal and a good radio then you're going to be able to reach out and and talk to people you know hundreds of yards away if not a few miles depending on what the the conditions are i mean if there's a lot of trees and rocks it's going to mm-hmm. be less but like for what we do a cb actually works really well if the cb is working well right. if it's not i mean my brother had one in his xj that really it was like if if you couldn't see his Jeep, you couldn't talk to him. Yeah. And we finally figured out it was because his antenna cable was wrong. Um, even after we upgraded him to a much, much newer radio, he still couldn't get out there. So we put it on an SWR meter, which is like a, a good tool for tuning antennas. It tells you what the standing wave ratio of the antenna system is. So you know if you're in the range that you want to be for the frequency you're trying to communicate. Scott, man, I appreciate you bringing your expertise once no again, um, to the show and, and I'm, I'm excited about this radio. And I think the most exciting thing about your new radio is you can change the colors of the display. <laughs> yeah. Well, for, <laughs> so, so for a guy like me, believe it or not, that was another, I, I have OCD with this. Yeah. If I had a green display and it was yellow on the dash yeah. or drive white you, on the dash, drive you nuts. it would drive me insane. Yeah. So I think I think that was pretty cool. I didn't notice it until it's got an SWR meter in it too. Yeah. I like that because it I, does, and that's that is so helpful for yeah. telling if you're having an antenna problem. Yep, yep. And so um, I, my last one did not, and you know I'd have to hook up the SWR meter to it all the time, and I'm, I'm looking forward to not having to do that. And so you're you're mounting that up high, right? Yep. Yep. So your backlighting color might not matter as much. I have mine mounted on the on the console, right, um, on the passenger side, and really like during the day green is the most visible is it yeah i figured the white was probably yeah at night it's almost too bright so i switch it down to blue for night mode but i also i i don't use it much at night so it mostly stays on green all the time right right but up high you're not going to have that issue because you don't have direct sunlight hitting it right right yeah that'll help so i think there's going to be possibly a maybe a video or two coming um so I have a GMRS radio in the buggy. Yep. You have GMRS radio. Yep. Scott has GMRS. You know, maybe we can get some comparison video out to our listeners about that. So yeah. I think maybe we can get well, together and do something like that. Just a real quick product recommendation. If you do not have a radio currently and you're looking for a hard-mounted radio for your Jeep, Midland probably makes the best setups right now for GMRS. All right. um, Quadratech doesn't sell them. Um, there are discount codes available through overlanding groups and some other stuff. But if you're looking for like a comes in one package radio that's easy to hook up, that's GMRS and is a hard mounted radio, not a handheld. I know Neil has a handheld Midland and I think he likes it a lot, but I like having a radio actually in the Jeep for that kind of thing. 
What, um, what's your opinion on rugged? Radios? Uh, I uh, hate them and would avoid them at all costs. Oh, okay. You might want to delete that out of the uh, the actual recorded podcast, but rugged radios, uh, especially their handheld units, are the same as that Balfang that uh, oh, that yeah. yep. Terry has. Crazy. They paint them blue and, and charge yeah. three times as much. Okay. I was, so, well, I have the hard mounted ABM 25, which is like all in one hard mounted it, into right. the. It's probably a Yesu or some other company that they program it out of yeah. the gate for it instead of it. But it's, they're usually ham radios. They're not always 100% GMRS um, oh. compliant. There's, they, they ran into some trouble. They actually ran afoul of the, um, of the FCC. Uh, about probably five, six months ago at this point, because they had a whole bunch of pre-programmed radio stations that they had in their radios that were their UV5R uh, Balfung clones um, that they said, oh, you can use these. It's totally legal for you to use these. And they're not. They're they're geographic, like specific. You can't be issued a license just because you bought a radio from a certain manufacturer. Gotcha. They were, they were touting it as something that if you buy this radio from us, you get to use these frequencies and that's not the case. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. Cool. So what's a, you know, if, if what would be your recommendation? So my next investment is going to be a JMRS. So I'm going to put the taking a review mirror off. Uh, there's going to be no, well, I'm not, I'm actually going to run a camera on, oh, yeah, yeah, on the yeah, radio, yeah. uh, on a split screen on the radio. And then, uh, I'm putting the GMRS right below the, I want to put it right below that. So um, that being the case, what's, what's my best bet? What do I, like, I, I, I looked at Bao, Bao, Baofeng has, mm-hmm. they have really good radios online. I mean, is that the way I want to go? Um, well, so they're, they're technically ham radios. Um, they do ham radio frequencies. They do a lot of, Marine frequencies, FRS, GMRS, um, emergency frequencies, ambulance, fire, all sorts of stuff. They are a super, super wide band radio. Um, it is not legal to use them on all of those frequencies. Okay. In fact, a lot of them, if you tra- like you can listen to any of those frequencies using that all you want. The only problem is when you go to um, actually transmit on those frequencies, right. that's when you're actually breaking the law. Um, the problem with that particular brand, of Chinese radios is that they have a lot of uh, spurious emissions. Like you'll be transmitting and also transmitting on other bands that you don't intend to. So there's a lot of interference and things like that. Just not there's, we can, we can look into a a good solution for you. There are, there are other solutions that, that would work for that. But if you just want a radio to just do GMRS, Midland makes some of the most reliable and easy to use pieces of equipment out there. Okay. I hope Quadratech ends up ends up like actually carrying that brand. Right, right. Um, right now, the only one they have is a Daystar, which I think is uh, is kind of on the the pricey side, but yeah. it does it does mount. It comes with a switch panel and mounts above your mirror. Yeah, I saw, so, I saw that was pretty good. You get a couple extra switches with it. Pretty pretty decent looking. Well, if you, if you look at if you look at the one that includes the handheld, like there's there's two different part numbers. One of them includes a handheld as well. And if you look at if you zoom in on the picture of the handheld. It's a, it's the same radio. It's a, it's the same one that Terry has. Right, with right. A different brand on it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so again, I'm. I, this is like a CB. Terry's like, shut up, Don. <laughs> Terry already tried to end the podcast. Yeah, time, I know. So, so has I it mean, been two hours yet? You got? I mean, we're still like. No, nah, I think we got. I think we got thirty minutes yet. Yeah, we're we good. Got <laughs> <laughs> 
So if I, if you know, is it the same as a CB? You're getting an antenna. You're getting a cable, coax. You're getting um, you know, yeah, cable. You're getting a cable. So, and the, the antennas, the antennas are much shorter. You don't have to have a 48 inch antenna. Okay. They even have ones that are like almost like the hood bumper on your on your Jeep right now. Yeah. They make ones that are about three times the height of that and about the same diameter that will be good enough to talk for miles and miles. Whereas if that same height was used to make a CB antenna, it would right. not work. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't even transmit I think the like five antenna five on mine's only like two and a half feet tall. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's probably that's probably good for a couple of miles if it's tuned right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Which this gentleman that purchased the, the ha- that I purchased buggy off of used it out west all over the place. I think I just need to figure out how to use it. Yeah. How to what? Yeah, and I think that's to... the biggest. I think that's the biggest learning curve because they've got. I believe, and I I've done a little bit of homework on them. I'm I'm not real oh, comfortable. There he goes with the homework again. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you've got a program channels in it right my then understanding think that's what so i need I, to do you, you probably are programmed on a set of different channels that than, he and his right. couple of friends use right so like as a club you know like jep club's gonna say hey we're gonna we're gonna all function on this channel right and then jlp may have you know the same channel or or a different i don't know if you can run multiple i think you can run two channels on them right legally scott um well so if you're gonna if you're gonna say like we're gonna use this channel, um, you can buy the license to use that for a specific like geographical location from the that's FCC. That's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 But like, but that's the thing. Like, if you if you say we want to use that's that's the trouble that a lot of people are running into. They go, oh, well, we're just gonna use one forty seven six forty two, and that's that's the channel that we're gonna use. Well, but that might be in the marine band. Right. And right. like, sure, the FCC isn't like coming down on people right now for that. But there are people that up in the mountains, they're like, well, we're just going to use marine band stuff because there's nobody in a boat in the mountains. Yeah. Right. You know, why, why can't <laughs> right. we use this? That's it's regulated for a reason, because that's like if if everybody was talking on that band all the time. Right. Some, you know, tall ship might be trying to tell a drawbridge to open for them. And then they hit the bridge. You right. know, it's like right, right. it's it's there's a lot of there's a lot of things to sure. To, there are reasons these rules exist, but yeah. you can, pr- a lot of the radios that are programmable, like probably the one that's in the buggy. Um, I have the software to do that. We might need a specific cable to tune it, right. but if it is capable of, of using GMRS frequencies, we can actually set the wattage restrictions. We can set the frequencies. We can even set it to be able to communicate with uh, any of the repeaters if they are in the area. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, if it's a programmable radio, it's a programmable radio. You can change the stuff about it. You can tell it you don't want to be able to operate on hand bands that you're not licensed on. Or if you want to listen to your local police band, you can program that in. Just don't key up the mic. That's all. <laughs> right. You know, it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of different there's radio. You could you could sit and Don, this is a rabbit hole that you do not want to go on because it'll be the last the next five years of your life. If you want to learn about what radio frequencies you're allowed to be on and what kind of radio you need to do that, you could read about it. I mean, I, I've, I've probably been researching this for five or six years, and I think I've only scratched the surface. There's all digital modes and ham radio. There's all this stuff like there is a ton of like I got into it briefly and then I had that, you know, I, it was my ADD kicked in and I switched gears. But there is a lot yeah, that goes on with well, real. Real quick synopsis, and you can edit out all the nonsense before this. If you want a completely free, reasonably priced radio to talk to your buds and they all use CB, um, get a CB radio. Get a unit in 510XL 
or a Bearcat 880 or a Bearcat 9980. Get one of those radios or even the, the Cobra one that has the uh, 75 um, yep. that has the box that mounts under the seat. So get that, get the right antenna cable for it, get a good antenna for it and have somebody measure it with an SWR meter. Or if your radio has an SWR, awesome. If you don't want to worry about license fees, that's the move. If you want to transmit, um, you know, for miles and miles, uh, you know, get an FRS. Like, you know, if you're if if you can communicate on those with a small trail group, that's great. If you want to use it and go out to Moab and be able to communicate with other people in case of an emergency and you need to go 10 or 15 miles or longer, uh, GMRS is your move. Um, I like that. If good you want to go. If you want to go even farther than that and you don't mind doing a little bit of learning, um, get a ham radio. Okay. Um, and that's and that's the kind of thing where it's and I'm like I'm not talking adjust- about Boar's Head. No, no, definitely not Tavern Ham. Tavern Ham won't work. Um, but but there is there is some stuff that you have to learn, but there are audiobooks that will actually teach you all the aspects of the test. Um, the one that I listened to, it was on Audible. I think it cost like five bucks. And I listened to it at one and a quarter speed while I was driving. And then when I would get to where I was going, I would take a real quick test on an app that would give me all the questions that were going to be on the test. And I could do the different sections. And if I did an entire, you know, test for the app um, and didn't, you know, pass one of the sections a couple of times, I would know I needed to go back to that chapter of the audiobook and learn more. Um, I only spent five weeks studying for that test using that audiobook and those practice tests. I got 100% on it. I think you're allowed to get 70 and pass. It's not really an incredibly complicated test. And it is information that is useful to anybody that's interested in radios, just the things that you have to learn for the technician exam. Um, you will learn more about radios than you will ever use for sure, just to get that one test. You know, it's and unless unless you really, you know, you want to do it as a hobby. I've got a really good friend that lives locally that knows a lot more about it than I do, because that's like his primary source of entertainment is reading about that. Oh, well, wow. it's I got a lot of stuff going on. I, I don't have time to to read a ton about that, but he, he tells me all the things I need to know. So it works out great. Excellent. Well, Scott, I am going to, Hey Scott, one more question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am going to throw the end of that, man. I'm my, I'm swimming over here. I, it's, I got like 15 more questions, but I'll call you later. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, go, to our, go to him a text message. Just go to our link. I started yeah, writing an article on this and it got up to 3000 words so quickly. I had to uh, split it off. So. Funny. I love it. So this is normally the time where I say, um, Bill, go, to our, go to our link tree. Yeah. <laughs> <Look at it. laughs> go, go link tree. It's not Done. an actual like link tree dot it's like l-i-n-k-t dot r-e-e oh yeah well God. you tell people that just what, what go to our build an instagram go to facebook see our click on the link in the bio because that's the easiest way to do it i i've got it bookmarked um but also and, it has... uh, just just kidding you guys are all fired <laughs> eric and i'll be back next week um but it you know it Go to visit YouTube, subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel. I think we're, um, we've increased our number or we've got a contest at 500. We're giving away some, um, some stuff. It's linktree, link, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E backslash Jeep Life Podcast. Dot. All right. There's no, there's yeah, no dot. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Go there. Go to our Facebook, go to our Instagram. It's, it's. 
plastered everywhere, everywhere. Neil. It's on our website, which is gplifepodcast.com. Yep. Pretty simple. And, you know, thanks for, for listening. Eric and Scott, thanks for um, covering us last week while we had um, a week weekend off. That was pretty awesome. All of our listeners have tuned in tonight. It's been pretty awesome. Mid Mid South hey, Jeeps. Um, listen, one Terry, and I yeah. swear to God, I won't I won't interrupt you again. Uh, <laughs> I signed up. It was so easy while I was talking to you guys. I actually signed up uh, for Patreon, and honestly, it, it's it's so quick. Um, it only takes a few minutes to do it. You can sign up for the three different levels. But it really is something that uh, if you like this content and you want to learn more about the Jeep life and you want to learn more about technical aspects of it where I talk too much, um, give them money because it, it costs <laughs> money to do what they're doing. Well, Scott, and, I appreciate um, you yeah. for that. Um, Absolutely. That's awesome. Um, but anyway, for um, Scott, Bill, Don, and myself, here's a big Jeep wave to you, everybody. Have a good night. About the Ammermans. I love the Ammermans. Let's talk about them for a minute. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. So the Ammermans, both really good people. Uh, They they do well. Hold on, let me finish. Let me finish. They do a lot to help people. Um, They've helped me tremendously. They've helped. You know, both of them have helped us. They're great people. Hold on. Helped you by house. Hold on. Spending spending your money. No, no. I mean, I've I've gone for I've seek guidance from the Ammermans. Um, yep. Great, great guys to talk to. Great family men. I love the fact that one of my favorite things about the Ammermans are how close they are. They're oh, close yeah. brother and sister. Yeah, that <laughs> really surfed. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did I say brother and sister. I meant brother and brother. You mean so sister that, and sister? So, so that really surfaced in that episode. I mean, the way yeah. they were playing off Absolutely. each other and everything that was incredible. Like they were sharing each other's thoughts. I'm pretty sure that Scott and Eric bathed together till they were like 25. <laughs> <laughs>